today on CityCast Madison. It's officially here. Cool nights, crisp air, warming spices, and falling golden leaves. Are you as jazzed as us for an awe-spiring autumn? To mark the change of the season, we're bringing you a three-part series on fall getaways. First up, best drive to see fall's spectacular color show across the state. Local travel writer Kevin Revolinsky's written multiple guidebooks on our region, and he's got the lowdown on some of his favorite scenic drives of Wisconsin to catch the majesty that is fall. It's Tuesday, September 26th. I'm Bianca Martin, and here's what Madison's talking about. Hi, Kevin. Hi, Bianca. So excited to talk with you. Um, you are the author of a bunch of books, including one that's my personal favorite that I like keep out on my, you know, coffee table. Um, and it's about the back roads and byways of Wisconsin, our many winding roads, our fun country extravaganzas. And there's country drives considered state rustic roads. Can you talk about some that stand out in our region? There's, I think, a total now of 124 of them, actually, in the state, or official official state rustic roads. Nearby, there's there's a number of them, and, and they're all sort of short, just so people don't get too excited and think they're going on like a 100-mile road trip. Um, my advice is to work them into longer road trips, because some of them are only two miles long or three miles long. Okay. And, uh, and you know, these are farm roads is what they are. And they're usually lined with trees. Um, so obviously really good for fall foliage. I love those roads. Some of them, most of them are paved, I would say, or at least more than half. Some of them are gravel roads and it gets you out of the traffic too. So you can kind of slow down and stop because you've seen something, you know? Well, that's, that's just really fun. And I'm excited to hear we're going to start with, with shorter distance roads and then longer ones. Is there a favorite place that you have in the Madison area for going for fall colors? I'm just curious. I'd say driving through the Arboretum is like right here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, that's excellent. There's like, you know, some of the nicer nicer homes in Shorewood Hills and like over by the lake, like just kind of taking a drive in town is really nice. But for me, I grew up in Baraboo and driving towards the Baraboo Hills, uh, the Baraboo Bluffs is extremely gratifying and beautiful and um, something that I intrinsically got the opportunity to feel and learn about as a little kid. But like there's like actual reasons why the Baraboo Bluffs are so cool. And, and the roads to there, I know you, you dedicate actually a whole chapter to it. Right. I, it's a fantastic area to explore, and I like your idea for uh, in-town drives. That's actually brilliant. I haven't even thought of it, other than you know going to the Arboretum, of course. Um, we are a very tree-filled city. We were at the Badger game last weekend and up in the nosebleed seats, as we were. Um, looking out onto the stadium, you're like, wait, where, where'd the city go? <laughs> All you see is trees. Um, and that's you know one of the advantages, I guess, of living in Madison. But yeah, as you said, the, the hills of Baraboo are a great place to explore. There's a lot of back roads. And again, getting off of those main highways is nice because you can just pull over suddenly without worrying about causing a, you know, a multi-car pileup um, or, or angering somebody behind you. It's great to be near Devil's Lake because that's some of the most dramatic, you know, um, terrain, I guess, in the state. Uh, you know, 
driving back through there, you can find all these hidden spots. Parfrey's Glen, I suppose, is not a hidden spot, but there are people who still don't know about it. To some, it probably is. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It always surprises me. Yeah, but it's majestic, right? Parfrey's Glen. Yeah. And it, it's startling because you walk back into this little canyon and you think, well, where did this come from? And a little river running through it. Um, and it's a short thing. So you're not going on a day of hiking. You poke in there a few, several hundred feet and you know, quarter of a mile round trip, maybe. And then back in your car and off you go. But anywhere, really, the, the, the hills, of course, have the river running past them, the Wisconsin River. And uh, that's another, you know, anywhere along that the stretch of the river is really a great place to see leaves. Are there any like specific routes or like back, you know, Highway 33 or like any any specific ones that you, you take? I was going to say Highway 33. And then, you know, <laughs> often I uh, I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> I write guidebooks and I don't know where I'm going. Don't tell anybody that. No one will know. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how you find stuff, you know. Truly. My guidebook's the same way. I mean, I designate a route, but I would never say, you must do this, 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 and this. By all means, take a left turn when I said go right. And and you come across so many things that you didn't know were there. And you know, I've been doing this for years, and I still stumble across things. So. So are you like into fall, like fall back roads traveler? Like, I feel like that oh, might sure. be one of the inspirations for why you wrote this like lovely guidebook. Well, overall, I love road trips, but uh, fall is one of the best times of the year for that. You know, the, the temperatures aren't terrible. The colors are obviously gorgeous. And the great thing about Wisconsin is um, the season is extended. You can go all the way up north. And right now the colors are already turning. If you're up there around like uh, Copper Falls um, and then the colors just kind of move slowly south until, you know, even into November, you can see, you know, colored leaves down in New Glarus or here in Madison. Um, so you can just go every week on a short road trip and, and, and fill the entire fall. So what's your hands down like go to drive for seeing fall fo foliage? Oh, man, um, that's really hard because there's so many good ones. Um, certainly, the, one of the first ones that comes to mind is the Kettle Moraine Scenic Drive, mm. which follows, oh, boy, about 130 plus miles um, along, you know, again, back to the glaciers, uh, the long deposit of glacial drift that forms the Kettle Moraine. Um, and that's not one particular road. It's a series of roads that share that designation as the scenic drive and you can just follow it from the north up by like glen beulah uh, and all the way down to whitewater so kind of curving in an arc through um lapham peak state park between here and milwaukee and that's that's just all pretty much back roads and uh gorgeous just gorgeous lots of places to pull over lots of places to go hiking um you've got holy hill the church that's up on a hilltop, that's another scenic view. If, you, if you're coming along the road behind that church, you, you look across the, the, the fields and up into the hills, and there's that, this gorgeous church surrounded by all these colors. You know, so there's so many things to see along that way, and there's observation towers in a couple of the parks. So pull over and get those, uh, those long-range views as well. And how far away is that, getting onto, getting onto some of those roads? 
Well, as close as Whitewater, so you can be there in under an hour at that end of it. Nice. Um, if you were to go straight over from here, it's probably a little over an hour to get to Holy Hill, mm -hmm. um, and then further up a little bit more. But um, there's, you know, like I said, it's over 120, 130 miles long, so right. you can <laughs> pop on anywhere you want. It's hard for me to hide how much I love fall, like all these rolling hills and all of that sounds gorgeous. Thank you for painting the picture. I, I've heard so many good things about Kettle Moraine State Park, too, by the way, which I have yet to go to. It's high on my list. There's much to see, either just the drive or you can go camping or you can hike the Ice Age Trail, which follows that uh, almost entirely. Um, so, yeah, lots to do in the outdoors in that respect. And, you know, we talk about the colors all the time. and as we should, but it, it's the great thing about fall is it's also migration period. So you get all these flocks of birds moving into like the, the, like the sandhill cranes. So in between patches of colorful woods, you've got, you know, hundreds and hundreds of cranes standing in cornfields, uh, you know, preparing to head south. Yes. I think more than folks would realize. I was out in one of those fields not too long ago, and I was stunned by the amount of, of sandhill cranes. It's quite majestic. It is. And and back to the Wisconsin River, that's one of their biggest gathering points is uh, uh, up in your Baraboo neighborhood there, the um, Aldo Leopold cabin. They have a, a crane fest in early November. So when the colors are starting to run out... Um, you can go see some whatever remains and uh, get a ticket to go to the festival and see thousands, like 10,000 <laughs> cranes that gather <laughs> along the river. It's crazy. Well, I feel like there's a lot of great drives along the Wisconsin River, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Heading west from Madison, uh, we typically go out to Spring Green and then get on Highway 60. And it's nice to follow that curving road. I mean, there's no passing. So if you get behind a hay wagon, as we did last year, you're stuck going 10 miles an hour for, for a great distance, um, which is fine when you're looking at colors. That's one of my favorite drives. It is great. It's not a secret, but my secret drive is then to break off of Highway 60 at 131 which is another winding highway that's that goes down through the valleys of the the, Kick, the uh, Kickapoo River Valley and uh, then rises up onto those ridges so that you you've, you know you're, you're passing through a channel of color and some sandstone uh, exposed as you drive winding through it and then you come out on top of the ridge and now you can look for miles <laughs> you know, so it's it's very cool and then that road leads you up to Gaze Mills and if you're a fan of apples, that's where you want to be in the fall. They've got eight orchards there. Wow. And uh, the town itself is down by the river in that, in, in that little valley. And you, there's this, you drive up onto that ridge where most of the orchards are sp spread along this road above the town. And there are scenic overlooks that you look down into the town. And, of course, you go get some apples. <laughs> so um, it's pretty great. Yeah, having the apple crisps at the same time or maybe getting some apple cider warmed up. Woo! And apple donuts. And apple donuts, <laughs> right. How could I <laughs> sleep on those? Don't leave them out. <laughs> yeah, I can't sleep on those. Um, oh, gosh. And the Kickapoo River, um, is this like heading towards the Driftless area? Yeah, this is right in the smack in the middle of it, I would say. And uh, the Kickapoo is very popular for people canoeing. And it's a windy, windy river, so canoeists love it because it's not very deep. It's not super fast or doesn't require a helmet. 
So that's where you get all your colors there is right along that river valley. And hey, I mean, some of y'all, some of you listening maybe do have kayaks. And I feel like kayaking when it's like a little bit cooler out in the fall is also a really nice, special, peaceful thing to do. Oh, I agree. And there's, there's, there's tons of those places here around Madison. And so you just wrote a piece, too, for uh, Travel Wisconsin on some great stops along the Great River Road, which is a little bit farther out. So, like, maybe if someone wanted to take, you know, um, a full day or, like, a weekend even to go check some things out. I have a friend who's a motorcyclist, and he's obsessed with that with that area. Can you talk about that? Absolutely. It's a designated national scenic route, you know, and um, it, it goes from you know, the headwaters of Minnesota all the way to uh, New Orleans. And uh, our stretch of it is, you know, it's got the bluffs and a lot of those are covered with trees. So you've got this winding road because the river's winding. So and the, the road follows and you can go both sides. You can cross into Minnesota or, it, or Iowa, depending on how far south you go. Um, and the views are just tremendous. Uh, you've got Wyalusing State Park. You can drive into the park, and the park itself is beautiful. Hikes are beautiful. But there's a scenic overlook where you can see where the Wisconsin River meets the Mississippi, and that is, you know, stunning. You know, with the, with with that long view and the trees around you and and the colors, it's really amazing. Nelson Dewey State Park is along there as well, mm-hmm. and then. Pretty much from Prairie du Chien up to La Crosse, uh, you've got little towns all along the way tucked in there uh, in between the bluffs and uh, places to stop for cheese, like in Ferryville, uh, you know, little roadside turnouts. Do you have a favorite town along the Mississippi? <laughs> That's a tough one. Uh, <laughs> I can't. I want to say Ferryville, and it's not because, wow, lovely Ferryville. I could spend weeks there. It's because of that that roadside Ferryville cheese and more. <laughs> you just pull over <laughs> and you fill up the cooler. Um, and if you go uh, just, there's a bridge from there to Iowa. And on the other side is 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 a town called New Alban. Okay. And they've got a they've got a butcher shop there. It was last year we were actually houseboating on the Mississippi. Another idea for you. Um, and we needed to get some grilling meats for the next night, but they were closed. But they had a vending machine, a meat vending machine. Uh, okay, I'm freaking out the vegetarian. But <laughs> <laughs> at a last minute, we could just you know put a credit card in, press a button like you're getting a candy bar, and boom, there's a there's a pound of bacon or a steak. It's oh my god! Kind of hilarious. That is so small, us small town Midwest. (laughs) It is, right? I have never heard of a meat vending machine, but it exists. (laughs) I hadn't either. (laughs) And you too can use it if you need it. (laughs) And so, yeah, and you know, that piece you wrote for Travel Wisconsin has some great, you know, tips for stops along this great river road that I've heard so much about and I've seen photos from and just like it's one of the top ones on my list. Sounds like it takes a little bit longer probably to get over there. I, th- I think you're looking at almost two hours to get to Wyalusing, which is, you know, right where the Mississippi meets the uh, Wisconsin. Um, and then, you know, as long as you want to spend on it. Taking a weekend and driving all the way up north, like, it's, the, oh, I really appreciate your point that it starts to turn, you know, to the go- gorgeous golden reds, all those other colors up north, you know, sooner. So you get to have more fall. And someone like me, it's my favorite season. Um, I, I can appreciate that, that it's, you know, 
it's worth spending some time if you are a fall light. <laughs> I agree. And uh, you've got Shawamigan National Forest up yes. there and all those back roads through there. That's that's probably my real favorite, but it, it requires advanced planning to, to to make the four and a half, five hour drive to get up there and see Bayfield and and then into the Mukwa Barrens and such. I'm in heaven, but we do have all these great <laughs> close ones. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that we were yes, talking we do. about. And so, um, you know, and you write these piece, pieces um, for Travel Wisconsin. You can also track optimal times for fall cl- colors at TravelWisconsin.com, right? Yeah, that, that's right. And that's very useful. We plan our trips around that all the time. And what you're going to find is that right along Superior, it's a, the, that that stable temperature of the of the lake kind of slows the coloring just a little bit. So the first places to go seem to be, this is unscientific knowledge, but Copper Falls, <laughs> Copper I Falls State you. Park. It's beautiful up there. I've <laughs> it been. always seems it's the color starts there and kind of spreads out and, uh, and then makes its way south as well. So before we let you go, are there any other tips for how to make the most out of our fall excursions? We pack binoculars, you know, for for you know seeing the roads, you know, the birds, the eagles, and what have you that you spot along the way, or elk if you're way up north on Highway 70. Um, I pack a Wisconsin Atlas and Gazetteer. I've had situations where the where the uh, the Atlas and Gazetteer uh, knew more about where I was than Google did, mm-hmm. and vice versa. <laughs> New roads don't show up in the book. There's no update for the book unless you go out and buy one. <laughs> so, but I loved looking at that because it gives me an idea for where where to drive. Just without you know, on your phone, sometimes you're looking so close. You're, you're drilled down so close that you can't see all these little fine veins of roads that are going through the woods. And um, I, honestly, I do the same when I'm traveling the world. It's you look at the big map and kind of find stuff, then, you know, then zoom in on him. And with the gazetteer, that's kind of a fun thing to do. Well, Kevin, you're off to the Camino in Spain to go hike. So yes. you are a world traveler. Yes. We appreciate you fitting us in before you head on your next adventure. No problem at all. That's Kevin Revolinsky, author of the book Backroads and Byways of Wisconsin, Drives, Day Trips, and Weekend Excursions. If you want to check out his book or that Fall Colors map, go to our show notes for those links. And if you want to see his jaw-droppingly gorgeous photography, find some in the Madison Minutes newsletter today. And meet you back here tomorrow when we head out to a very cool corn maze. And it's not just any corn maze. And here's what else Madison's talking about. If you've ever dreamed of owning a drive-in, this is for you. The Highway 18 Outdoor Theater west of Jefferson is up for sale. It's about 45 minutes east of Madison and was one of the few spots you could catch a movie during the pandemic when indoor spaces closed. They just held the Wisconsin Thrillers Film Festival. Care to carry a torch forward? And if you're thinking about driving across the state soon, why not check out this free talk tonight at the UW Humanities Building first? On Tuesday, September 26th, the co-director of UW's Wisconsin Indigenous Languages Lab, Monica McCulley, speaks on the Indigenous Languages of Wisconsin and the Wisconsin idea. Wisconsin as a geographical region has long been home to diverse Indigenous peoples, and that's reflective in names you'll see across the state, including our cities, towns, and rivers. 
If you want to go to that public talk, check out our show notes for a link. That's all for today here on CityCast Madison. I'm Bianca Martin. If you enjoyed the show, why not share this episode with your favorite pumpkin spice latte obsessed friend? We'll be back tomorrow morning with more stories from around the city. Until then. Until then.